The Reverend Nick Cardell writes, For thoughtful, conscious life, all creation is precariously contained in a mended cup of meaning. It is the cup from which we drink our lives, the cup with which we drink to life. It is a cup which is broken and mended, broken and mended over and over again. Each time an era passes, a way of life is destroyed or someone of significance to us dies, we cry out that our cup is broken. And so it is. Yet somehow, together, we must find, we do find the way to mend it all over again. What does it mean to drink to life when all around us we see fear and hate and blame raging like a storm? How can we raise our cups to one another when the bony fingers of accusation seem to extend in every direction? When tragedy strikes, when the moorings that keep us tethered are uprooted and washed away, when we are so confused and we fill the air with words to distract us from our feelings because the simple sound of why just doesn't feel like enough. What are we to do? When we are angry, when we feel so, so angry, in no small part because we feel so, so helpless, How are we even to mention the mending of our broken cups? All that seems appropriate is heartache. This week I have been sitting with the passage from Job where he learns his children have died. Job stood up and tore his robe in grief. Then he shaved his head and fell to the ground. Naked I came from my mother's womb, and naked shall I return. I don't want to move on from this grief just yet. All around me I hear the clamor of advocates demanding some action, and I too want action, but I don't want it just so I can avoid sitting with this grief. Our cup of meaning, the cup from which we drink our lives, has been broken. It is a mended cup, so we know that it has been broken in the past and we have healed. But today, I want to hold the brokenness in my hands and not rush away from it. I want to stare at it directly with open eyes. This beloved world has been shattered. I want to see the faces and know the names of those beautiful beings who died this week in Orlando. I want to sit and witness what has been lost. The pull of the outside world's anxiety is strong. The clergy and politicians are tripping over one another to say something. Their followers are asking them to make meaning out of this tragedy. All around us are demands for words, declarations, denunciations, actions. I would like us to do nothing, to slow down, to pause, to stop and just witness, to see the faces and learn the names and sit 
with what has been lost. We are covering our sorrow and our shock. We are attempting to rein in the chaos of meaninglessness with hot words. There will be time for action. There will be time to pick up the broken shards of our cup of meaning and begin to piece it back together again. But let us not move on too quickly, simply because we are anxious, simply because we don't like these feelings and we want to change them. Our grief deserves the dignity of witness. We will act. Of this I am sure. But today, let us grieve. Let us feel the sadness and the sorrow and the betrayal. Let us hold the brokenness in our fingers, running our touch over the rough edges, bringing home how much it is worth to us. We will mend and engage once more in our call to love the hell out of this world, where arms stretch out to embrace one another, where the tears of rejection are wiped away by nurturing hands. But today, I grieve. Today, I witness. Today, I am just sad. Thank you for listening to this meditation. You can find a written version of it on my website at ianwhitemar.com slash meditations. These encounters with violence and loss are becoming all too common in our society. How is God calling you to be in the world? Please find someone to talk with about your calling of peace and love and acceptance. The spiritual journey isn't something we need to do on our own. We are meant to travel the path with partners. I hope you will join me again next week.